Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey y'all, hope you guys are doing good. Happy Friday, TGIF. Let me make sure all my screens are working. Let me make sure everybody's in here. Give me just a second. You know this screen about to, you know what I'm saying, while out. Hold up real quick. Okay, there we go. Muted. Boom. There we go. Hey, (laughs) y'all. Hope you guys are doing good. So usually today would be a podcast Friday, but I know it's been hard for me to keep up with my content. I'm still in Atlanta, y'all. Like People have been asking me, like, did you move down here? And I've been down here for a while, but I had a lot of stuff to, you know, attend to. And then I got to stop off somewhere else. Um, my cousins are coming into town this weekend, so I'm going to be with them for a little bit for my cousin's bachelorette party, and then I got to fly out to another state, and then eventually I'm going to make my way back to Minnesota. Now, when I get back to Minnesota, I'll be back on schedule, but you know what I'm saying? For now, shit, I'm just, I'm doing me. I'm enjoying the A, been running into a lot of people, you know, been having a good old funky time, so I'm, you know, I love Atlanta. It's been a while since I've been down here, so I'm definitely going to take advantage while I'm here, okay? Um... Shit, it's a lot of stuff to talk about. What's up, Day? Said teas in my city. Yes, I am. <laughs> I ran into a few tea sippers too while I've been just out and about running around. So y'all have been super sweet. But um, so usually I would, you know, like I said, do a news podcast, but I wanted to come live. I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? I wanted y'all to see me because it's been a few days. And I want to talk about this stuff, okay? It's a lot of stuff going on right now. Some of the news I'm seeing, I'm kind of being, I'm kind of bothered by what I'm seeing. I'm kind of bothered by the commentary, the comments on social media. So let me go ahead. Let, let me, let's see what, what I want to start with first. I have a, a list of stuff. Uh, I really, okay, I'm, I'm going to say that for the next one. Let me start with um, Shanti. We're going to kind of go a little bit heavy with this one. Now, Shanti recently went viral. Um, If you guys don't know, he came out and he talked about um, his stepfather. Basically, you know, we can't say certain words on YouTube, honey. But his stepfather had basically been assaulting him since he was eight years old. So he decided to come out and talk about it. Um, It was really sad. It's a really sad video. But it just goes to show you that you never know what people are going through, what they've had to overcome in life, and especially where they're at today. So I really respected him for sharing this because a lot of times, especially with men, they do not like to talk about the abuse that they faced. And especially if that abuse was at the hands of another man, they do not like to talk about it. So for him to talk about it, I just thought it was like just really, really empowering to other people, especially other young boys who may be going through the same situation. 
I'm going to play you guys his video, but I cannot play the music because I don't know if it's copywritten or not. Um, child, it's some type of weird music, honey. So I'm not going to play. Um, I'm not going to play the music. I'm going to mute it. But y'all can read the words. Well, I'll read it to y'all. He says, when I was eight years old, we used to have fun movie nights. We used to have to take turns running upstairs to the kitchen to go get snacks during commercials. One night, when it was my cousin's turn to go get snacks, my stepfather asked if I have ever French kissed anyone. I said no. He decided to teach me how to French kiss. That same night, he tried to have intercourse with me. He repeatedly molested me weekly until I was 12 years old. I ended up moving out of my childhood home away from my mother and brother when I was 14. I was afraid if I told anyone, he'd kill me. So I didn't tell my mother until I was 21. I suffered years of PTSD until I went through, child, it went fast. But he's basically talking about how he went through a lot of PTSD from everything and how, you know, for years he's kind of lived with the guilt and shame. But now he's come to a point in his life where he's comfortable with who he is and he realizes that it was not his fault. So I thought that was really powerful. I wasn't expecting that from, from Shanti, honey, okay? Shanti is the handsome guy from, remember Hip Hop Abs? When everybody was trying to get abs and shit to hip hop music, he was like, tuck, tilt, push. That is Shanti. And then he also did the T25. And I was a big fan of that DVD series. Um, it helped me get back in shape. I might have to, you know what I'm saying, put it back in. But um, I just thought it was really, really dope that he felt the need to share that. Because like I said, a lot of times with men, they kind of not ignore those feelings, but they bottle them away. And somehow they blame themselves. So I'm glad that he realized at that age, it was not his fault. There's no reason, you know, why a grown man needs to be having slumber parties with kids and teaching kids how to French kiss and all this sick shit. And this is why sometimes as mothers, especially single mothers, you have to be very, very careful with who you invite into your home, who you bring in as a second spouse. Because, you know, a lot of, oh, it was tilt, tuck, tighten. I was like, tilt, tuck, push. Because <laughs> a lot of times, unfortunately, as a society, we're told that, you know, be careful because your boyfriend might be trying to get with your teenage daughter or might be lusting after your daughter. And what some folks don't realize is some of these men, they come into the household, it's not your daughter that they want, it's your son. You know what I'm saying? So that's the crazy part. So this dude was probably using the mother as a beard. And the whole time he was either, you know, bi or gay, who knows, and using the mother as a beard and sitting there molesting the boys in the family. So I just, it's, it's sad. It's really sad, but it just goes to show you that even when you've been through something as traumatic as what Shanti has been through, you can overcome that and still accomplish greatness. So that's what I take away from it. You know what I'm saying? Because he was able to come out with this whole exercise series, very positive. You know what I'm saying? He's not bad to look at either. Okay. You know, but I would not have suspected that he went through anything like that. So for him to share that with his audience, you know what I'm saying, was definitely a blessing. And um, prayers up to anybody who's been through that situation. You know, it's horrible. And just understand that it is not your fault. You know what I'm saying? As a child, that is on the adult. 
There's no reason for an adult. I don't care if this is a female child or male child. There's no reason for an adult to teach you how to French kiss, how to jerk people off. Just all the stupid shit that we hear these pedos say to children. You know, children don't know. They don't understand the extent of that. They don't even get what's going on. You know, and it ends up being a whole grooming process. So thank goodness he was able to be delivered from that guilt and that shame and the animosity. And he's here with us today because some people, let's keep it real, some people can't handle things like that and they end up offing themselves, you know, because of the guilt and the shame. So thank goodness he didn't go down that road. So I just want to share that with you guys. Um, that's starting to go viral if you guys did not know. But yeah, I was, I was blown away when he shared that. I was blown away. Um, let's see here. Give me just a second. I got some super chats coming in. Um, Robbie Wilson says, hey, T, I currently go to John Hopkins and I graduate next year with my master's. My end goal is to be a PA to support the black community. That is awesome. Thank you so much for the super chat and congratulations to you. Um, as long as you continue to pursue your goals and, you know what I'm saying, keep that positive mind frame, you would definitely be able to accomplish that. So once again, congratulations, because we definitely need more doctors and things like that in the Black community. We have way too many entertainers. So kudos to you. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Aunt Wilson 20 says, I have a job again, and I wanted to show you some love, boo. Love you, boo boo. Love you too. And congratulations on the new job. Thank you so much for coming through with the super chat. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really appreciate that. A lot of jobs right now are struggling to hire people. So if you are looking for work, definitely keep applying because there's work out here. But, you know, I, I also have to hold some of the jobs accountable, too, that, you know, you can't keep crying about people not wanting to work for your company. Make sure you're not paying basic minimum wage, because at this point, the way everything is going up, I don't know if y'all saw this, but even the price of bacon, I don't eat bacon, but I was shocked. Bacon is upwards of $6 now for just a pack of bacon, six bucks. So yes, everything is going up what we've been talking about for months. The cost of living is going up. Heating this winter is going to be twice as expensive as it was last winter. Um, everything's going up. So a lot of these companies need to get with the program. Nobody's going to come working for you for $10 an hour when people's rent are super high, food is super high. You got to pay more than the minimum wage. You know, some people think they're doing something, you know, paying $7 an hour. Bitch, this ain't 1992. <laughs> who, who the hell can live off of $7 an hour as an adult with like one or two kids? Like, that's cool if you're dealing with like a 16-year-old. And even 16-year-olds will scoff at that. They're not, even the, even the damn teenagers ain't trying to start at anything under $10. Child. I'm just saying, but thank you. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, Sweet PJ Santan says, people are correlating him being gay with his abuse. It's a very sensitive subject. Um, I have seen that. And, you know, I, I understand why people are correlating it. Because a lot of times, whoever you start, whoever taps into your sexual button at a very young age can be what kind of steers you that way. It's It's been proven. Other people have said this. Just like... Um, I know some women who were molested by other women. And then in turn, they just assume that, you know, that's what they were attracted to. They were supposed to be lesbians. And then it wasn't as they got older that they were like, well, no, I wasn't actually a lesbian. I was molested by a woman. So I just thought that that was where I was supposed to go. 
but now I, I like men. So you just never know. You know, I, I don't think it's my place to come out and say that because he was touched by a man, that's what made him gay. But it's also not my place to say that because he was touched by a man, that that, wanna, that, that didn't play anything in that. Because a lot of times you never know what's going to happen to a child when they're touched. I mean, even if it's a, a, a straight man molesting a young girl, even things like that can lead that person to be promiscuous and to, you know, sleep with everybody because that button was that that sexual button was activated way too young. And they equate love and attention, you know, what I'm saying with a man, with sleeping with a man, with sex. OK, so the, it, it goes deep. You know, what I'm saying the psychology of the situation goes deep and I'm no psychologist. Damn it. I'm just a YouTuber. So I don't want to diagnose anything, but I see where people are coming from on both ends of the spectrum. Because, again, if he didn't have that experience, he might be straight. You know what I'm saying? We'll never know. We'll never know. But the whole thing is really sad. But let's not also let's not tie molestation to the LGBT community, because sometimes people use that as an excuse. Like, see, all they do is touch kids. Let's not do that. Because there's a lot of gay people who are not into children. They don't touch children and they date people their age. So I don't like when people try and do that either. So we're not going to do that. But yeah, childhood trauma is no joke. It's it's no joke. And you never know how that trauma is going to affect somebody in the long run. But thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, Marcus, the CEO, says, I was molested when I was much younger by my mother's friend. I still haven't been able to tell anyone out of fear of and shame. But one day I hope I can build enough confidence. Wow. I'm really sorry to hear that, Marcus. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, hopefully one day you'll be able to talk about it and let your mom know and eventually get the strength. But yeah, you know, that's a very, very taboo subject, you know, and, and it does. It, it does a lot when people go through that. It does a lot to you mentally. Um, it really can wreak havoc on your relationships. I know people who are molested, who were molested, and they feel like they can't even bathe their children, their own flesh and blood, because they're scared that, you know, what if I touch my child wrong? You know what I'm saying? So it, it has a deep effect on people. That's why I feel no ways about molesters going to prison for the next 10, 15 years, because it's not just that touching that's happening in the moment. That shit follows you through your whole life, you know? That's psychological damage that, that didn't need to be. So I'm very sorry that you went through that, Marcus. Um, let's see here. Uh, Marnay92 says, hey, T, love you, miss you. Hope you're enjoying the A. I'm at work, but I had to catch this live. These customers... Can, can wait, damn it. It's lovely tea. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Child, they got the customers on hold. Like, damn, TT don't went live. <laughs> Fuck you, complaint. <laughs> Thank you. Let's see here. Um, somebody says, Shanti is also Lizzo's personal trainer. Okay, I didn't know that. That's dope. Thank you for the uh, super chat. Uh, Dial before Brandon. Appreciate you. Um, Kit Finn says, my husband told his dad that he was touched years ago. He called him a liar because he didn't say anything when he was seven. Yeah, that happens all the damn time, you know. And part of that is the adult's cognitive dissonance. 
They don't want to face the fact that their child was touched because they'll blame themselves because they feel like, well, damn, where was I when all this was going on? And then you also don't want to look at if they're still close with the molester, you don't want to look at them like they would ever do something to your child. You know, so that's why the father behaved that way. But that's unfortunate because what seven-year-old is going to really come out and, and talk about it? A lot of people repress these memories and they don't talk about it until they feel comfortable or until they're much older. So I feel really bad for him that he got that reaction from his father. But thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Judy says, sis, my IG is still down. I didn't realize how much I'd be on IG until now. I'd be low-key fiending. Why is your IG still down? Everybody else is a backup. They might have blocked you because even I'm on IG. You know, they block me every other day. So um, you might have to create a new account because IG's back up. <laughs> but thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see here. I love my HIU says, my friend has been waiting for nearly two weeks to have her background screening results come back. She got the job. However, due to the pandemic, things are very slow. She's doing DoorDash four days a week to make quick money. Wow. Thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, I can imagine things being slow, especially if it's for a job where they have to do background and criminal checks and things like that. Everything is behind. Um, even like all the stuff that's at the courts. Right now, they're really upset because all these ships are just docked, but there's not enough people to go through all of the cargo and get everything sorted out and shipped out into the country so everything right now is like literally back ordered and behind so it's a shame but hopefully everything will speed up so that way she can start the job thank you for the super chat uh tj says my husband was touched by a family friend as a result our children have a hard time going places because he's paranoid yeah, I can believe that too, where you're scared to let your kids go because, I mean, uh, for a long time, you know, I was like that. I didn't want my kids spending the night at random people's houses and things like that because a lot of things happen at when, when the parents aren't there. You know, at night, I remember I had a friend and she was saying that her parents never allowed her to spend the night. It was like a group of girls. And her parents never allowed her to spend the night at anyone's house. And then they found out years later, like after high school, that every weekend when the girl would have the slumber party and all the other girls were allowed to go there, the father was having a full-blown sexual relationship with one of the girls. And it started when they were like 14. And then she finally came out in her 20s and told everybody. So she looked back at it like, you know, thank goodness my mom did not let me go over there and spend the night. So sometimes it's not really the parents being strict. Sometimes your parents just have an intuition. So while she was mad at her mom through high school that her mom didn't allow her to go spend the night over there, come to find out one of the friends in the circle was being, you know, molested by the father and groomed because she carried a sexual relationship with that father all the way until she got out of high school. So it's sad. Uh, let's see here. Therapy Queen sent $100. Thank you so much, Therapy Queen. She says, hey, lovely T, just wanted to send you a token of appreciation for all you do, keeping us entertained and informed, even dealing with the nonsense and the red tape. You always come through. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. 
Thank you for the love and support. It means a lot to me. So thank you for coming through, man. Y'all be going hard. I, I really, really appreciate it. Um, so I want to go ahead because I've been on here already for like 20 minutes. I got to talk about this situation with this school shooter. Okay. I, I feel a way. I just, I have to be honest. I'm not trying to like offend, but I, I definitely am feeling a way about this school shooter situation. My tin hat is tingling. Um, let me pull up the news thing in case y'all haven't seen it. There's two different news things. So if you guys don't know, the other day in our um in Arlington, Texas, a young 18-year-old man shot four people at the school. He shot four people, and um they're trying to say that it was bullying. So I'm gonna go ahead and play you guys a news clip. I believe, let's see here. Okay, yep. So I want y'all to watch this first news clip. Let me go ahead and set it up real quick here. The whole thing is just kind of disturbing. Let's see. Arlington police say they found the gun used in the shooting. They also released more details about the moments that led up to it. Rebecca Lopez joins us live with more on the investigation tonight. Rebecca? Look, Arlington police do have that gun, but now they want to know how the 18-year-old suspect got that weapon. They're also using video as part of their investigation, video taken inside the classroom of the suspect and the victim fighting inside that classroom just before the shooting. There was chaos and panic as shots were fired inside Timberview High School. A student and a teacher were shot. Everybody knew there was a shooting because we heard it. Police say the moments leading up to the shooting were captured on this cell phone video taken by a student inside the classroom where it all happened. They say the suspect, Timothy Simpkins, is in the white hoodie. He and another student are fighting. Shortly after the video starts, Simpkins is slammed to the ground and takes several punches. He covers his head as he's hit. Police say the video is now part of their investigation. That was the actual fight between Mr. Simpson and uh, the victim who was in the hospital. So it was right there uh, in, in the classroom. According to an arrest affidavit, a witness told police once the fight was broken up, the juvenile witness observed Simpkins go to an orange backpack and retrieve a firearm. The witness observed Simpkins point the firearm at the juvenile victim and shoot seven to eight times. We hear like a little stampede, like, you know, like a lot of running and a lot of, a lot of ruckus. And then we hear gunshots. Like, Police say they are looking into what caused the fight and who started it. Everything's going to be investigated, particularly what happened, why it happened, and why it happened between these two individuals. Was there bullying uh, in that situation? Police say they now have the weapon used in the shooting, a 45 caliber handgun. They matched the bullet from a shell casing at the school to the gun recovered during a search warrant of an Arlington home. But Okay, let me come back on screen. So... That is the gist of the case, right? So the kid was 18. When the story first broke, of course, everybody assumed he was white. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, the parents ran to the media to say that it was bullying. And that kind of was weird to me. Um, it was all over the shade room. They ran and said that their son was bullied. Let me see if I can find that video here. Here it is. So I want to show y'all the parents real quick. There's a video that's all out on social media, and it shows that he was being attacked. It wasn't just one person 
that would attack him and bully him, taking his money, harassing him due to the fact because he had more things than maybe others. It takes us all. It takes us all to stand together about this bullying. It could have been a situation where he took the other turn and decided to commit suicide. What the decision, there's a video that's all. All right, so y'all saw that. So she's coming out saying that her son was bullied, um, that there's a video. I was sent the video, Marinelle sent it to me. So I got a chance to watch it. I don't know if you guys saw the video. In the video, he's fighting the 15-year-old. But even before I go to the video, the 15-year-old right now is in critical condition. So his dad posted a video on social media and people are going in. They're saying that's what your son gets. He decide, he, he deserves to die. They are like going in, dragging the father, dragging the family. So let me go ahead and show you guys the video that the father posted online. Like I've just been keeping up with this whole story. It's a mess. So this is the video that the father posted. This is his son. He was a grown man. You gonna be straight, man. You gonna be good. I love you, man. I love you, boy. He was a grown man. You gonna be straight, man. You gonna be. Oh, that that's as a parent with the child around the same age as these kids, it's heartbreaking. So they're like, people are dragging the father, like on Instagram, they're like dragging him, saying your child was a bully, this and that. But with me, I just, I try to look, I, for me, I had to be fair, because one, these are kids. And so when I looked at the fight video, the fight video didn't seem right to me. I don't know if I can play it. Let me see if I can... Let me see. Because you know YouTube be like, oh, you you showing violence. What? Watch the fight video. The 18-year-old does not hit back. He doesn't swing back. He doesn't try to. He just tries to cover his head. But it's weird to me. Just watch this video. I'm going to play a snippet. It's just very weird to me. This is a video that the police are talking about. Okay, that's all I'm going to show. I don't want to show too much because I know YouTube's algorithm, honey. Um, so that was the 15-year-old beating him up, slamming him and everything else. The 18-year-old is not even trying to fight back. He's not even trying to defend himself. To me, just growing up and, and seeing situations like that, it comes off like it's something deeper. Almost like, I don't, I don't get a bullying vibe from that video. I get something deeper, like it's almost like a violation. Like he violated something with gangs or, or something like that. That was more like a violation beating is what it looked like to me. Just on the outside looking in. Right, like somebody's even saying, was it premeditated? Where now I can, we don't know, did he say something to the 15-year-old that triggered him? 
Now I'm going to play crazy, make him look like he's beating me up and bullying me, and then come back with the gun. These kids are smart. They, you know what I'm saying? I look at shit deeper. You know what I mean? And so as I'm going through comments and I'm, I'm, I'm going trying to search, you know, what is going on here? Because the shade room and the shade room comments are saying one thing. They're going out for what the parents say. So a lot of folks are saying um, he was bullied because he's been out now. He's out on bail. They let him out for 75000 He had a smile on his face and everything. So he's out now. And so my thing is, if this was bullying, besides this video, because this video was just a fight video, is there documentation? Has there been meetings at the school? Has there been, you know, conferences with, with you know, documented stuff showing that this has been an ongoing thing? Their parents are saying that, they have money, you know, their son dressed the best and he had this and that and kids were jealous. But if we had money like that, my kids are being picked on and bullied. I'm going to take my kid out that environment. If I had the money, my child's going to be in private school. If my child has to deal with a beatdown like that constantly, he wouldn't be going to that school. So I feel like there's more to the story. Let me keep it real with y'all and y'all don't have to agree. I feel like the parents ran to put out the bullying thing. Because one, he's underage. Texas law declares that no one under the age of 21 can have a firearm. So where did he get the gun? Did the gun come from the mother and father's gun cabinet? Did he get it, you know, sneak it from the home? Because again, whatever, when, when they find out where that gun came from, because he can't legally buy it, it can fall back on the parent. I ain't trying to go to jail for my son and his bullshit. So let me come out here and say that my son was bullied. This is how I'm reading into it. I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm not running with the bullying thing right away. There needs to be more evidence. And I think that's the problem with social media. One, these are all young people. Y'all are wishing this 15-year-old death. Y'all don't even know the backstory. Y'all are praising this young man as a hero, but I'm confused. A lot of us were, were bullied. A lot of us, myself included. I wasn't fucking popular, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, are we now saying that if you're bullied, it's okay for you to come to school and just shoot Arlington people? They found the gun used Hold in on. the shooting. They also Is it okay to just come to school and shoot people? Because that's the vibe that people are now saying on social media, that he was bullied so, oh, well. But my issue is he did not just shoot the person who was bullying him. He shot a 25-year-old teacher who tried to break it up. Uh, an innocent girl got grazed, a pregnant teacher fell. So if you were coming after your bully, why are all these other people victims? But now what I find more interesting, because I'm not research, honey. I dig through comments and everything else. Um, I have reached out to one girl. Let me see if she ever hit me back. Let me check real quick. Because I thought I wanted some, some receipts. Okay, she ain't hit me back yet. But I went through a lot of the comments and people from that area are saying a whole different thing. That's why I said for me, I'd rather sit back and, and wait for the facts. I, I told you, I don't let social media um, emotionally manipulate me anymore. I'm not just going to go off of what the bandwagon people are saying, because when more information comes out, they'll be jumping off that bandwagon and stoning him next week. So I'm not doing it. But these were some of the comments that I found. Um, in the comments section on social media from people who knew the situation. So I'm just trying to put out two different sides. So we have a clear narrative. 
So one of the comments that kind of disturbed me, hold up, I'm like, I gotta share my desktop, hold on real quick. Okay, so in the comment section of one of the videos, this person says, most of you are gonna feel real stupid when all the facts come out. That young man, the 18 year old was not getting bullied. Did you guys see his IG before it was deleted? The parents felt that boy. They lived in a nice neighborhood, don't seem to be struggling. They should have they should have had their son set for success. He could have been somebody instead of running around with guns, doing gang stuff, shaking my head. They let that boy do whatever he wanted. They should have kept this drama outside of the school. So that is what that young woman is saying. A lot of people have been spilling tea online saying that this was some gang shit. And he's trying to run with that bullying narrative to not do time. So let me go ahead and show y'all these other comments. So this person is saying, apparently y'all stupid. Tim robbed somebody, somebody's brother, AKA the dude that was the dude that beat Tim up for it. Tim loses, Tim comes back with a gun. Somebody else says, if this boy was white, you mother effers would have a different attitude. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, so that was just one of the comments there. There's a few other ones I had screenshotted, but so from what I'm from what I'm seeing and reading, this is way deeper. Now the family is talking because I'm not gonna say y'all because one of my damn tea sippers, you know, we sit back and we sip tea. But the damn Shea Butter Twitters of the world, they were running and harassing the family of the young man who shot. Meanwhile, we don't know the full extent of the story. So now the family's coming out and they're speaking because they're tired of being bullied and people wishing death on their child who's in very critical condition. I'm not saying the 15-year-old is innocent, but something is not right that a 15-year-old is supposedly bullying an 18-year-old. I think there's a lot more to this story. Okay. So let me go ahead and show y'all this news clip here with the family speaking out now. And this is why we got to wait for more information. He's 15 years old and his family tells us he was shot four times yesterday at school. Uh, they say Selby will undergo another surgery tomorrow morning. It is basically a long road to recovery. Tonight, Matt Howerton brings us an update from both families. We come praying right now, God, for... With hands held. Everyone that has been impacted and influenced. Family of Timothy Simpkins said a prayer. As they waited for the 18-year-old at the center of the Timberview High School shooting in Arlington to be released from jail in Fort Worth. This was not someone who was just out to go and shoot up school. Simpkins is charged with three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, accused of shooting a 25-year-old teacher. <laughs> and the 15-year-old seen in this cell phone video that police say was fighting him just moments before the shooting. Simpkins is in white. He slammed to the ground and takes several punches while covering his head. The video is now part of the police investigation. And late Thursday, we learned a little bit more about that 15-year-old student Simpkins is accused of shooting. Family identify the student punching Simpkins as Zacchaeus Selby. They said he was shot four times after the fight and is facing multiple surgeries. He's in an induced coma right now and on a ventilator. Both Selby and Simpkins' family say the two were feuding. 
and if the school knew about it, yet still allowed them in the same class. Simpkins' attorney went as far to say that the 18-year-old was bullied by Selby and that self-defense will be part of the criminal case. Mansfield ISD still investigating what led up to the fight. There's a distinction between a mass shooting and a school shooting. These are people who are out to shoot multiple people, and that's not what happened. But Selby's family points out their son is three years younger and not a bully. Selby's grandmother telling us Simpkins' family is trying to make him sound like a victim. My grandson is in the ICU. He's the victim. In Arlington, I'm Matt Howerton. All right. Let me come back on the screen here. So like I said, there's a lot going on. Arlington police. There's a lot going on. In the shooting oh, right. Let me stop that. Okay, there we go. So there's a lot going on. And so I want to go ahead and just say that I feel like before people jump to conclusions and, you know, sit there and try to shame people and act like they know the full story, I think we should wait to gather the facts because I just, I just don't feel comfortable with people wishing death on a 15 year old or saying that that's what he gets or hailing somebody else a hero. Because my thing is this, at the end of the day, are we now saying that because somebody's bullied that they have the right to come to school and, and exact revenge? Because remember the Columbine kids were allegedly bullied as well. And they came and shot up the whole school. And nobody is excusing them. Granted, it was mass murder, but y'all get what I'm saying. So the whole situation is crazy. Let me read some of these super chats here. Um, Wilkes A. Sim 499 says, I work at the school as a math teacher. And there's a lot more to the story. Oh, so we have one of the teachers from the school in the chat. But I, yeah, I just feel like from the time this story came out, I felt like there's a lot more to the story. I feel like the parents ran to go put that out there because, again, they don't want to be charged with whatever, whatever, whatever fuckery their son is involved in. It's too many people from that area in different comment sections, people who don't know each other, people from different backgrounds, saying not so good things about the 18-year-old, that he was just as you know involved in a bunch of mess, too. It wasn't a situation where he just got bullied. So like I said, when I look at that fight video, if you go back and you look at the fight video, it's very weird because for somebody to be, you know, supposing the street and, and running around with guns and doing the stuff that people are accusing him of doing, for him to just be standing there and allowing the 15-year-old to beat on him, was this all premeditated? So that way he could play it off and say he was bullied. Because you know they're going to record the video. That's what kids do. As soon as a fight breaks out, they pull out the video cameras, their phone cameras, and they start recording. So was that a situation? So I don't know. It's it's interesting. Let me see here. Um, G. Uh, G. Madsen 10 says, I just wanted to thank you again, sis. I'm training to be a firefighter now. Thanks to your wise words of influence. Much love. That is awesome, and congratulations on that. We need more firefighters. So thank you so much. I appreciate you coming through. Um, let's see here. Uh, hold on. Everything's, like, freezing up. 
Okay, love some Lada sent 499 says, T, I come for your lives. Thank you for all you do. You're one of the reasons I started my own channel. Thank you, boo. You are more than welcome. And thank you so much for coming through. Appreciate you. Uh, Nikki Knapp sent $10. Thank you so much, Nikki. I appreciate you for that. Wilkes Ace. Okay, I read that one. That's the person who worked at the school. And then, okay, Nikki Knapps came back. Okay, so Nikki says, allegedly Tim sold weed and robbed people. Tim robbed the 15-year-old's brother, and the brother robbed him back. Tim got pistol whipped, and then the fight happened. And see, that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that this goes way deeper. Tim is by no means some innocent, nerdy kid that was bullied. He was just as involved in nonsense. People in the comment section are even saying that Arlington has a bunch of kids with silver spoons in their mouths who still want to act like gangbanging thugs. Because I mean, they live in a, you know, it's a pretty nice area. But again, some of them kids in the suburbs, they be just as wild as the hood kids because they feel like that makes them more street and more urban. But yeah, there's definitely more to the story. So thank you, Nikki. I appreciate that. Uh, Maxine Johnson says, this is a shooting, not a school shooting. If he was carrying around a gun, the parents are guilty too. If he stole it, it's premeditated. Yes. Somebody says, Google Tim's full name and add Instagram pictures. Ooh, okay, let's, let's go. We're going to do this right here live. So let's get Tim, Timothy Simpkins, Instagram pictures. Because they said he tried to run and delete his Instagram. You know, we, we, we have bootleg investigative reporters around here. So let's see what comes up, what comes up. Ah. Mm, 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 mm. Oh. oh, I thought y'all said he was a nerd. Looks pretty hip to me. Let me go ahead and show you some of these pictures that are coming up when you Google Tim's name. He's on the car throwing up some type of gang signs. Um. I had a dream I went broke, been up ever since. Hashtag the kid. Let's see. There's a few other pictures that came up. Here he is smiling, which is just weird to me that he, like, it's like, it's, it's a pretty serious situation. Like you let off shots in the school. So it's kind of strange to me that he is smiling. I find that very interesting. Um, let's see what else comes up. I think the Daily Mail also was showing some pictures. And then real quick, is this a prior mugshot? I didn't want to assume anything because sometimes you know how kids do them school pictures. You can have different color backgrounds. But the way he's posing, is that a prior mugshot? I'm just asking. So I don't know. Um, let's see, what's this picture about? He's home that quick. Oh, so they're having a party for him. Okay. Here he is. Throwing up something. Well, what, okay. High school shooter pictured in car with what looks like a gun. So they must have got to his Facebook page or his Instagram page before he took it down. Oh, right there in the car, a gun. Hmm. 
Okay. Well, it's going to be really interesting to see what comes up of this case. But like I said, I just, I wasn't feeling how quick the family ran out there. Because to me, it's a pretty serious situation when your child is not even being accused. He was caught. And there's four people affected by this shooting. Not only the 15-year-old, but other innocent people who had nothing to do with the BS. And my thing is, while people are trying to say that this is okay, and, you know, that's what happens when you're bullied, and, you know, the bullies are, the people who are being bullied are fighting back, or y'all, you got to understand, y'all got to understand the type of energy you put out there. Because in any school USA, there's people who are being bullied, and there are bullies. So would you be comfortable with somebody who was supposedly being bullied at your child's school coming and just blasting? And what if your child gets hit? Are you going to have the same energy and say, oh, well, my child just happened to be a casualty because this person was getting bullied. So he was getting back at his bullies. Like the comments I'm seeing, like in the shade room and in other places are just stupid. He literally let off a gun in school. We always say that bullets have no names, but now all of a sudden this situation is okay. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, that was his driver license picture. Okay, thank you. I wasn't sure because, like I said, the way he was standing there, I wasn't sure. So they're saying that it was his driver's license picture. So it wasn't a previous mugshot. So that's good to know. But yeah, I just, I don't, I can't co sign him, you know, coming in and shooting because if he had beef with the dude, he really could have just shot the boy after school. Let's keep it real. That's what most people do. Why are you bringing your beef with one person to the school and then innocent people are getting shot? So I don't agree with that. I don't. I think that's a really dangerous precedent if we're trying to excuse this as, well, he was bullied, so it's okay. Well, bullying happens every day in school. I don't want kids to start thinking that now this is a way to handle a bullying situation and now they can get social media fame. Folks are asking him to drop music. He needs to release a single called First Day Out. Like, you know how social media does. You know, they like clown with everything and they never take shit seriously. But unfortunately, you're planting seeds for other kids to think that this is okay. And does bullying need to stop? Absolutely. I don't think bullying is cool or okay at all. You know, a lot of us went through bullying, but we didn't come back to school blasting. You know, most folks who were bullied eventually fought outside the school. You didn't bring the shit to the school and you damn sure don't shoot other people that have nothing to do with your situation. So I don't know. I just can't co-sign it. I can't co-sign it. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're all young. And, and the sad part is hopefully the 15-year-old will survive and they'll just understand how foolish. Like, none of this shit was worth it. None of it was worth it. The 15-year-old, you know, if he makes it, he's going to have a long, you know, road of recovery. And then this young man, you know, it could be some retaliation stuff. Now the 15-year-old's family might come after him or his family. So it, it just wasn't worth it at the end of the day. I just think the whole thing is just really nerve-wracking. Let's see here. Uh, Internet Princess in the comment section says, bullying is never okay, but this boy was not bullied. Let's stop making excuses for our own. Yeah, I think that's what some of that is. Because I'm like, if the school shooter was a white kid, would, would we care that he was bullied? I wouldn't give a shit. You came to school, you shot at people. Go to jail. You know, so I feel like people are kind of excusing it because it's one of our own. 
but I just feel like this could have been handled either after school and I feel bad for the innocent teacher who tried to, you know, intervene and, and stop it. And he got shot. You know, he was shot in his back. Hopefully he'll be able to walk. So the whole situation is scary. Um, Let's see here. Queen Me says the shooter just got out the hospital from being jumped by 10 school and law knew of the bullying and did nothing. This was ongoing. Okay, so he was in the hospital as well. Okay, so I just hope that if all of this stuff is documented, that he's been bullied and the school knew and nobody was doing anything, then of course he'd have a case, but all of it needs to be documented. But my issue is the slippery slope that we're trying to put out there, the energy that we're putting out there that somehow his response is okay because he was bullied. And all I'm saying is, be careful the energy that y'all put out there and the things that people can, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm not saying you queen, I'm just saying the comments I'm seeing like on the shade room, you know what I mean? Because it's going to hit different if the person who's getting bullied at your child's school decides to come and just start shooting wildly and then your child gets hit. So that's all I'm saying. Because at the end of the day, we don't know the full extent of the story. But I feel like all sides need to be looked at. We shouldn't just run with the bullying narrative because that's what the mama said. Because, of course, you're going to be, you know, the most innocent person to your parents. Nobody's going to go to their parents and say, I'm a fuck boy and I'm selling drugs and I, you know, and I do just as much dirt as the next kid. You're always going to be more. You're always going to downplay your shit to your parents. You don't want your parents beating your ass. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I mean? So I think that we need more information on this situation. If he's being bullied or was being bullied, all of that needs to come out. But I think that we need to let the investigation you know, be thoroughly checked out before we just run with the narrative and before we start, you know, harassing this family. At the end of the day, that's still their child, regardless of what their child did. A lot of people made mistakes as teenagers. A lot of people got involved in stupid shit. That doesn't mean at 15 that you need to lose your life. Because to me, that's still a baby. You have plenty of years ahead of you. So I don't know, though. The whole situation is just nerve wracking that you have two young people whose lives have just been dramatically changed. And behind what? Some weed, allegedly? Um, let's see here. Labrincita said 999. She says, T, I can't believe you're talking about my old school. Some say he was a drug dealer slash hood wannabe. Others say he was bullied relentlessly. My neighborhood is very close to his and his house is nice. Capital N-I-C-E. Mm, thank you so much. What I say, it'd be some of these kids from nice homes and, you know, well-to-do families. They want to emulate and, and put on that thug persona when they don't have to. I'm sure that the kids in the lower wards in Texas would love to switch places with him, live in that big old house and be spoiled by their parents, you know? So it, it's sad. Sometimes it'd be the suburb kids who'd be putting up the most fronting you know, and the hood kids, they want to be out that situation. They don't want to have to carry guns and, you know what I'm saying, go to bad schools and in bad neighborhoods. So it's sad that he has that opportunity. But yeah, I'm hearing very mixed reviews on his personality. Like I said, some people are saying he was bullied. Other people are saying that he was he was dealing and, and he was doing just as much dirt as the kid that he shot. So who knows? Um. 
Quiet King 24 says, I have sympathy for him because I was bullied, even though I'm a fly, handsome nerd. Who doesn't like a computer science nerd who builds apps? <laughs> Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Appreciate you. Um, nerds rock. Don't, don't feel bad at all, shit. Nerds are getting the money now, honey. Making apps and stuff. Let's see. Um... Jaguar says, you're always on point. You come with the facts. T-Sipper since 2017. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, love. Sasha, Sasha says, love your unbiased approach to topics. You look amazing. Thank you, Sasha. Appreciate you. Um, Queen Me says, the shooter. Okay, we just read that one. Excuse me. Um, Sin Kwali says, I think the parents are claiming that they have money to divert from the fact that there was a robbery involved. Even if the child was bullied, why condone the actions? Love you, T, and thank you for everything. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Yeah, I just felt it was very weird that the parents ran to the media to her up and tell their side. Usually when somebody's involved in some type of shooting, I don't care if it's a school shooting or, you know, fucking Ray Ray done shot up the damn convenience store. The family's not, the, the, the shooter's family is usually not quick to run out there and talk. So to me, it's almost like because the family's more well-to-do, more affluent, let me hurry up and get ahead of the story because right now the neighbors are giving them the side eye. Like, your thug-ass son done shot at the school. What's up? So it's almost like they're doing it more to keep the other parents in the neighborhood and, the, you know, the church, you know what I mean, to keep them obey from judging them. You know, like you said, let's hurry up and let people know that we have money. We gave our son everything so that way they can cover up the fact. Well, our son doesn't need to rob anybody because we spoil him. We give him whatever he wants. I just thought it was weird. I just, I didn't feel people was in the comment section talking about they were crying and they felt, I felt no ways. I'm pretty good on energy and I just, I felt nothing. I was just like, this is so contrived to me. It just doesn't make any sense. In what situation have we seen the shooter's family run to tell their side? We ain't even heard from the victim's families yet. And I'm not even talking about the one in the hospital. I'm talking about the innocent people who were hit. You know, and then how scary is that as a parent, you know, whose child goes to that school? Because there was one video on the internet, because you know these damn kids that don't listen in class are all on damn social media and Snapchat. So the girls on, you know, the internet recording or live streaming or something, and you hear the bullets right outside the classroom door because the mother posted on social media. So imagine being a parent and getting that call that there's an active shooter in the school and you're scared to death not knowing if your child's going to walk out that school or not. So I just, I don't like the downplaying of this. And maybe I'm old school, maybe because I lived through Columbine and Columbine really changed a lot. Like a lot of us from the late 90s when that Columbine situation happened, it gave a lot of us, even though we didn't go to that school, PTSD, you know, of schools and making sure things are safe. And then after Columbine, it was so many other school shootings after that. So I just don't like the way this is just kind of being dismissed as, oh, it was, it was bullying, so it's okay. Uh, no, not really. Because again, bullets have no name. What if somebody was coming out at the classroom at the same time he was shooting and got shot in the head, God forbid? Nobody's looking at it from that angle. So the parent for the parents to come out with this whole story, I'm just like, yeah, you, you might want to sit this one out. I'm just saying. 
Uh, let's see here. Tina Webster says, hey, T, I know you tell us to always do our own research. I try to when I'm not overwhelmed with 2020 onward. But I have to say, hands down, that you are my first resource to go to because of how funny and sweet you are. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, love. Thank you. Yeah, I just for me, I just like to find out all sides. And like I said, right now, it's a lot of things being said on social media. But that's why I just feel like people shouldn't be so emotionally invested in this story and just believe in one side. Wait for there to be more information. Then if it comes out that he was bullied, okay, great. Then we can move on from there. But it still does not negate the fact that this young man shot in the school. Because again, to be bullied is one thing. Find him slipping in the neighborhood. Don't bring that bullshit to over 2,000 kids who have nothing to do with y'all's drug deal. Gone bad, allegedly. <laughs> I'm just saying. So I, I don't know. I just I just find that that's just very, very eerie and, and creepy. And and just it just brings back to all those school shooter memories, because when it first broke, it was like active shooter at Arlington School. And as a parent, you get scared because you're like, damn, that could happen in my kid's school. You know what is going on? Are, are these kids safe? You're reaching out to people that you know in that state, like are your kids OK? Do they go to this school? So it's very nerve wracking. So I just don't like the fact that it's just being dismissed like this is just okay. No, it's not. Let's see here. Uh, D-Ray. Oh, D-R, sorry. D-R sent by. Says, you're right, T. People like to take the L. People don't like to laugh at themselves either. We need to learn to have a slice of humble, of humble pie. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. Thank you so much for that. Um, Teresa sent $2. She says they're treating this like it's a stand your ground law. Yeah. Yeah. The way like it's being spun in the media is really interesting, you know, because from what I've read and from what the students are saying, the 15 year old didn't have a gun. So it's not like the 15 year old pulled out and then he pulled out his gun and shot at him, you know? So yeah, it's very interesting that they're running it like that. Um, let's see here. Miss Mel Santan, she says, I came in late, but I'm wondering if the boy has mental issues, especially if the parents let him run wild. That big smile makes a complete, seems like a complete disconnect. Yeah, I thought his smile was very strange, given the situation as well. You know, and I'm no psychiatrist. I'm not going to diagnose him. But I, I thought it was kind of weird that he kept smiling, almost like he was trying to hold back the laughter as he was walking. If you guys watch the camera of him getting the video clip of him getting out of jail, it's almost like he's trying to hold in the laughter, which was like, OK, it's not really a laughing situation. But, you know, go off. <laughs> I thought it was kind of strange, too, sis. So I'm glad you peeped that. Um, let's see here. Blocky Anna Tayana. Ty <laughs> I hope you got a Blockiana shirt, honey. Since you rocking the name, make sure you get the shirt on Teespring. Thank you so much for coming through. She's saying $5. She says, isn't 15 and 18 two different grades? Why were they in the same class to begin with? I borrowed your name, by the way, LOL. I figured you did. It's all good, sis. Thank you so much for coming through. Yeah, I think, you know, I don't know. The way the 15-year-old was fighting, he definitely has hands. So I'm assuming the 15-year-old busted up in the 18-year-old's classroom and got the fight in him. I don't think it was the other way around. So, yeah, I don't, I, I'm assuming they wouldn't have a class together because that's a damn senior and the 15-year-old's a freshman, unless it's an elective class. But, you know, the, the teacher from the school is in the comments section, but they're not spilling any tea. So we'll just have to wait till more information comes out. Uh, let's see here. 
the uh, the fly girl T, I love that. Send five dollars. She says if the kid does not survive, he better pray because Texas don't play. He may be looking at a serious capital punishment. Hmm. I didn't even think about that. Because, yeah, everybody's talking like he's automatically going to get off because it's a bullying situation. And that might not be the case. And he shot him four times. So he definitely was aiming to kill. So thank you for that. Uh, uh, Celine Richardson, 499, says, I don't understand where all the school safety and security guards in the school, where do the students hide these guns and bring into the schools? Well, you got to understand that the average school does not have metal detectors. Most of the metal detectors are like in the more inner city schools. I know in New York, like I'm just throwing it out there, the Bronx, <laughs> their schools tend to have metal detectors. Arlington, this area where they're at is a really, really nice area. So schools that are in nicer areas, nicer parts of the cities, they're not going to have metal detectors because those kids on average are not carrying guns, you know, allegedly to school. They probably do have guns in their backpack, but they assume that they don't because they're quote unquote nice kids from the suburbs. So yeah, that's just what it is. Unless you go to like a really violent school in a violent area, there's not metal detectors. And it, it's scary. A lot of these kids in these schools are off the chain right now. You know, the constant fights. And um, even in the Twin Cities, it's been a big issue because once again, they defunded the police. So defunding the police took all of the police officers out of the schools, out of the high schools. So now in a lot of the high schools, the chaos is insane. The constant fighting, kids threatening to kill other kids, kids shooting at each other a block from the school. So it's gotten really bad. You know, whereas when the police officers were in the school, that kind of, you know, it kind of helped to combat a few things because you knew that if you were in school wilding out and doing stupid shit, there's a cop right there and he can legally arrest you. Well, I'm not talking about Arlington, but I know in the Twin Cities, they defunded up here. So they got rid of a lot of those police officers that were in the schools. So I don't know if that's the case there in Arlington, but that might be why a lot of these measures are not in place because the funding's not there, depending on the schools. So yeah, it's it's a shame. Um, let's see, I've been on here for an hour. I gotta get ready to go. Let me, um, I wanted to talk about this before I go though. I wanted to hit, uh, child, we gotta hit on this before I go. Um, this whole situation with the ex-NBA players. So if you guys do not know, over 18 former NBA players were charged with $4 million worth of healthcare fraud. Healthcare fraud. You can't make this shit up. NBA players, people that young boys look up to and dream to be like because of their money and their status, they're out here committing fraud. You can't make this shit up. Let me go ahead and share this video with y'all. Andrew Denver has the story. Good morning, Andrew. Yeah, good morning, George. Allegations of a major healthcare fraud scheme rocking the NBA world. A group of high-profile former pros facing years behind bars for allegedly making fake insurance claims and illegally collecting big payouts from the league's healthcare benefit plan. Among those accused, guys who played on NBA championship teams and first-round draft picks. Drivers scored by Big Baby Davis running the court. This morning, officials calling foul on more than a dozen former NBA players busted in a multi-million dollar insurance scam. Each defendant fraudulently sought reimbursement ranging from approximately $65,000 to as much as 
$420,000. Prosecutors say at least 18 former NBA players, including Glenn Big Baby Davis, who won an NBA title with the Celtics, and high school phenom turned Portland Trailblazer Sebastian Telfair have been arrested and charged with defrauding the NBA's health and welfare benefit plan out of nearly $4 million after fabricating appointments and procedures by chiropractors, dentists, and other doctors. Greg Smith, who played for the Houston Rockets, allegedly claimed $48,000 for a root canal at a Beverly Hills dentist's office in 2018, but he was actually playing basketball in Taiwan that day. Meanwhile, Davis, Anthony Rotten, and Anthony Allen allegedly claimed they had six root canals each on the same teeth on the same day in 2016. Overnight, 16 of the suspects were arrested and charged. Telfair leaving court wearing an ankle monitor after pleading not guilty. The NBA calls the allegations disheartening. And other than Sebastian Telfair, none of the others accused have entered a plea yet or even commented on the charges. Guys? All right, let me come on the screen. So my issue with this is you have all these dudes who have money. They've made millions of dollars in the NBA. And so you mean to tell me that all these guys were going around getting the same root canal in the same tooth. Um, and then when they split the money, I think they only walked away with maybe like eight to 10 grand a piece. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not the, the sharpest knife in the drawer. You mean to tell me that these NBA players were doing this shit by themselves? You mean to tell me that there were no doctor's offices, dentist's offices at play here? They had to get the information from somebody. And the fact that the same tooth on the same day was supposedly being pulled that they were able to charge for, what was the doctor and the dentist's split? Because I noticed they're only, and I'm not excusing these men because they're idiots, okay? You, you, you've been blessed to be in the NBA and make money, but let's keep it real. They're only showing these black male athletes. Where are the doctors and the dentists? They had help. They had help. They're not getting all of this professional uh, paperwork to submit to insurance on their own. So I believe that the rabbit hole goes deep with this information. I believe that it doesn't stop with these 18 players. It's just because they're the most high profile. But I believe if the NBA digs a little bit deeper, they'll probably find out that their own health insurance was probably in on this scheme, along with NBA doctors, NBA dentists, and things like that. And how long has this scheme been going on? I'm sure it didn't just happen on a whim. So I don't know. I just look at stuff deeper. I refuse to just believe that just 18 dudes who are worth this much money just decided to just start doing this scam by themselves with no help. I believe this scam has been going on and then they were invited to join. But this scam has probably been going on since the fucking 90s or something. It's just now that probably they found a whistleblower. But if they peel back that onion, they're going to find out a lot of people were involved in this scam. Pure point blank. So I'm not buying it. But it doesn't negate the fact that they're stupid. And then one of the dudes that was caught was Shannon Brown, Monica's baby's father, ex-husband, and the father of her child. So we know he had money. Hell, Monica could have borrowed him some money. We know Monica got money. So why, I mean, why even involve herself in a healthcare fraud scheme? And they're looking at pretty serious time because this is federal, you know? So if they get time, they can do anywhere from five to 20 years, depending.
So it's just, it's silly. Let's see here. Um, Tom Tim Productions says, Child British Williams is the worst. She's been stealing people's social security numbers. Yes. The lady from Basketball Wise. I heard about that yesterday as well. That she's out here scheming and frauding. It's just, it's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? Fast money, it comes fast, but it leaves just as fast. It's, it's not worth it. Especially when you're talking about, you know, frauding people and, and federal things. I just wouldn't fool around. So on that note, you guys, I've been on here for an hour and a half. Thank you to everybody who joined me today. I appreciate you guys. Um, I got to get ready to run. We got a few things to do out here in Atlanta uh, tonight. So I got to get ready to go. But thanks again, y'all, for joining me. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this stream and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.